Hi, how are you guys? Good. Okay, how are you? That was an adorable oh. video of your husband eating. I got to tell you the story yesterday. Oh. I watched the Instagram video that you put up of your husband <laughs> teasing your daughter with a French joke. So what did I do? I made French joke. <laughs> your fault. <laughs> Okay, I'll take blame for that. I've had so many DMs of people being like, okay, so inquiring minds want to know what kind of pancake mix do you make? Because my husband makes pancakes literally every day. I'm like, we need to chill on the pancakes. Winter's like, mama, pancakes. And I'm like, I don't make pancakes. And when I do, I burn them. So you'll wait for that. It's a thing. It's a thing. I love the everyday stuff. Like Sarah has to make a cake for her every day damn day oh hi Nathan. hi Nathan. you saw the christmas tree oh, did you yes. have a christmas tree i yep. do have a christmas tree Ooh, fancy, huh? <laughs> is it christmas today not yet no i'm just early <laughs> it brings <laughs> joy in my household we need it, it all. all the yep. joy yes hello and welcome to table for five with no reservations Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty tart and pleasantly bitter conversation. Thank you for taking a seat at the table. This is our This Is Why We Share series. This is episode three. Tonight, we have my dear friend Molly Seal on. Seated at the table this evening is Jen Dunn. Hi, everyone. Kim McIsaac. Hello. Jamie Ramos. Hi. Tabs Cabrera. Hello. And I'm Rachel Flanagan. Tonight, we have Molly. Hey, Molly. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes, I'm so happy that you're here. I feel, um, I I think I was there the day you started your blog, but I feel like this is a long time coming. Thanks for coming. Thanks for writing still. I feel like you hit a a good spike in October. Do you want to introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. Sure. I'm Molly Seal. I live in California, but I'm originally from the Midwest, from Ohio. I have two children. One is Winter. He is my oldest and he is almost five and he is autistic. He was diagnosed at two and I have a almost three-year-old daughter named Story who is sassy and all of the things. Early. Not three. Three major uh-huh. and developmental delays, but no official diagnosis yet. Um, and but is in a bunch of early intervention. And yes, I met you lovely ladies uh, at a retreat that I didn't went to and didn't know anyone back over a year ago, which is kind of crazy because I feel like I know so you all so well now. Yeah, so much so funny. Well, I just want to say after meeting you, Molly, clearly your daughter must get her attitude from your husband because I mean, you aren't, you know, you are laid back. <laughs> I tried today. I had, I, this is why I look like this today because I just came back from the gym. You know, I'm trying to do some more things for myself, which is outside of traveling and going to retreats with you all. But I had to take story with me. So I'm like in the corner trying to lift a barbell and she's like trying to copy. me. (laughs) It's a very different experience. Yes. Not as relaxing with the children in tow for sure at the gym. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's, insane I want to do that again tomorrow that's what she told me but yeah I started sharing after everyone kind of touched me on like in thinking back of why why I did it and like 
I didn't know anything about autism and I didn't know anyone else. And mm-hmm. everyone kind of encouraged me to do it at the more than retreat in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin and Northern, Northern middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, Northern yes. middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. I was a little like out of it at that retreat after, you know, taking a red eye, driving four hours. Yes. It was, it was a little rough. A whole uh, adventure. A whole adventure, but it led mm-hmm. me here to you guys. And yeah, I mean, it was, it was crazy. We just were drinking by the fire and like, let's start a page and started from there and have gone through ebbs and flows. It's sometimes easy, sometimes really hard and like, trying to be real and authentic, I feel like is difficult on the internet. And like, I don't want yeah. people to judge my family more than they already do. But I also just, I wish I had seen it more like growing yep. up because again, I had you no don't idea. Know. You, don't know. you don't know. I don't think I ever, I remember telling people like, Hey, people would be like, Oh, winter's not talking. I'm like, Oh, I've never gone to kindergarten with someone who doesn't talk. He'll be fine. He's a boy. And I'm like, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So that thought process really led me to sharing. So I share on Instagram and Facebook and my page is a winter story and it's all over the place and, but it's us and it's messy and it's what having two toddlers and one of special needs leads us to, I guess. We definitely, we've had on a few people, like I can remember Lisa from Cody Speaks specifically Mm -hmm. saying, you know, I share now, but Cody is you know, I can't remember how old he was at the time, 19, maybe. Um, she's like, I cannot imagine having the time or the bandwidth to share when my kids were, or when Cody was young. And so I keep that in mind as I judge myself for like posting 10 days in a row and then not posting for 10 days and going off grid and still trying to grow. Uh, but I feel like any time that we can get a message out, even if it is, five days straight and then nothing for a month, it still can impact people and open, you know, open someone's heart. Yeah. And one of the things I'm trying to give myself like more of an open mind on, I mean, you read some of y'all's posts and like Kate's and Adrian's and it's so such beautiful writing and long pieces. And I don't have time for that half the time. And I feel like at first I was like holding myself to this standard of wanting to be on that level because if not I wasn't worthy of writing and now I'm like here's a picture of my kids doing real stuff and like here's a one blurb sentence about it but it's yeah that's what they're doing that's what what I have time for and it's still showing like how different it is like story going to the gym with me today winter couldn't do that there was 20 people there running around like he couldn't have done that safely and it doesn't have to be this long poetic book worthy posts to really still get it out there. And I feel like that's what I'm learning as I go and being what well, a year in now. Yeah. It's those, about those, sharing. Sometimes yeah. the like two or three sentence ones reach more people than something that you poured your heart into, you know, right. you know, so it's really like a dice roll on what people resonate, you know, they could resonate with like a beautiful photo over like all the yeah. words. And I was going to say the yeah. same thing. I feel like people too are not as into the long lengthy pieces nowadays. Like they're just scrolling to like do quick snapshots, quick snapshots. Like people Mm -hmm. are not spending as much time. I feel like on those things. And we've always said, it's like, sometimes you can put so much into a thing and it gets like 30 likes. And then you just (laughs) like, 
open it heart. up in like <laughs> word vomit and it's like oh 345 lines so it's like there's like no 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 rhyme or reason sometimes so it, but I think it's that's crazy a, I think no, it's a ahead. really good point that like I think that holds us back from doing so many things where it's like oh I can't share because I don't have time to write like these long things or get and I mean my blog all the time like it's like back and forth so it's like once a month I'll write like a longer piece <laughs> but in the beginning I was so hesitant because it's like I don't I and like I don't think I'm capable of writing long pieces all the time about stuff like that so for other people that want to share out there you don't have to do that like just share mm-hmm. your real I love how you do that mm-hmm. you're just like this is what's going on and this is I mean with two toddlers I couldn't either and they I, are pretty cute oh my they God, are so pretty cute, cute. Yeah, Molly one of the things trouble. that <laughs> you've done um recently is or or pretty consistently actually as I've followed your page since the beginning you have lots of these little postcard pieces, like a couple of sentences. And, uh, but then every now and again, you have a real, like tie all of those together, sort of explanation of how life has gone. Sort of snapshots, then the Christmas letter style post, you know, Mm -hmm. recently one that you shared talked about, like you have, and you've alluded to it just here. We've been on several trips together. I've seen you just recently. We saw you Uh, last month you know Mm -hmm. you've been able to do some travel but you've also had so much upheaval in the last year and I think it's so cool the way that you sort of brought your followers through that whole roller coaster because it's a lot to parent it's a lot to hit these huge hurdles and it's a lot to do it while you're carrying additional needs yeah Yeah. thank you for bringing light to that, I guess. I feel like my bigger post, usually something like triggers that. And I, I was sitting in Greece. I was very Mm -hmm. fortunate, you know, I've been very fortunate. I've went on literally four international trips this year. My husband has held down the fort for three, for two of those. My mom has flown out for two of those. And I'm like, this has been, this is beautiful. I'm here. My kids are not here. You know, my birthday just is happening and I'm like what the hell is going on like I should be I'm so fortunate for everything that has been going on this year but like it's been hard to really take a step back and look and really like enjoy in the moment because of all Mm -hmm. these big pressure things that are looming and I have clinically diagnosed anxiety which doesn't you know help any matter but I'm like I'm sitting in this beautiful country without my kids without the stress of my marriage or someone, you know, not going to sleep and I can sleep all day if I want and I can drink on the beach. And it was hard to really enjoy it because I had all of this stuff going on at home with winter and the school district not giving him what he needed and trying to figure out how to figure that out while it was laid off and paying for school, private school, and then what he's going to do next year. And Mm -hmm. I really just tried to take a step back in the moment and be like, am I just like filling these voids of with more stuff to make it seem like less? And it made it really, really evident when, you know, you are in some place without the day to day, do I need to do the laundry? Do I need to wipe my kid's butt or take them to school? And I feel like that's really like been one of the most eye opening things for me is like, I can be in the stress of day to day, but like, when I'm not taking care of myself and like taking a step back and looking at my mental health and pouring into myself. And that's not just always getting away. Right. It's yeah. 
doing the little things and doing the work in therapy and talking through it and not just like patching over it or skimming over it. And I feel like when those big moments hit me, like it is super therapeutic for me to write Mm -hmm. and doing it like raw with no pressure and not having this, like, that's when I feel like my long pieces come and it's just like, I need to spew this out right now because a lot has been going on. Yes. So many of our, the people that have come on to the podcast are also writers or, you know, they're, they've got a project to share or something. And all of us talk about how therapeutic it is to like process in writing. And I think whether it's coming out or has to be like deleted 54 times to turn into a sentence <laughs> that works, um, it's you're working through it, you know? Yeah. And again, I think it's when those big pieces come or when those big stories come, it's like something has happened right it's and Mm -hmm. not feeling the pressure to have that all the time I think is also like giving yourself again back to like giving yourself grace and like here's just the messy today like again I think when there's like a really big struggle or a really great win that's when it comes well for me that's when it comes easiest to me especially if there's something I'm really upset about because then that's when I can do my best writing but it's those times in the middle that like when there's nothing like you know, there's not a huge struggle. And then there's not like a huge win. It's like, and of course, Alyssa's older. So like, it's like, I mean, she kind of does the same stuff every day. So it's kind of like, well, yeah. what do you write about? Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely feel that 100%. You, you put like these unrealistic expectations or like fake mm-hmm. expectations on being like a writer or blogger, or whatever you're thinking that you need to be doing. But I'm kind of in that space with you over this last year where I've paired back a lot, a lot with the writing and sharing and just because of my life circumstances. And mm-hmm. I felt a lot of guilt and weird stuff about that. And I'm trying to like process like that. It's OK to do whatever. Do you, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to share today. Cool. If you don't, there's no expectation that someone's out there waiting for your post to post. You know, they'll be there when you put something up or not. But it the mental health piece of sharing on the internet, there's a big part of that, you know, like if you're struggling with anxiety, we all talk about our mental health illness podcast, but it can be taxing as well to like put these unrealistic expectations on yourself to share, you know, what in whatever way. And like Kim was saying, like, that's kind of how I posted today. I was like, shit, things are going really well right now. And like, I almost came to your house and kicked you in the head. I know. I know. But I'm like, I feel like I, at first, especially when I started sharing, it was like, I don't want to look like I'm just bitching about my children all the time mm-hmm. or my mm-hmm. kids are so hard. And because you get the, even like family members who are like, that's just normal. That's a normal five-year-old. I don't know why you're complaining or you're just making this too dramatic or, you know, everyone goes through that. It's not, it doesn't have to be this hard. And then if you're sharing the like, wins that are so big for you individually and people are like mm-hmm. my one-year-old is doing that or you know like so that was really hard for me at first and it still is a lot like I don't well, want to like, like people have this like twisted way of trying to make you feel better like I feel like they do it from a good place to try to like right. almost like normalize like your situation but like it's like yeah yes other five-year-olds do do this absolutely like I run a daycare they do they all yeah. do terrible things. It's a terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's the intensity and the frequency that our children do things that are different in the, like, mm-hmm. the simplicity of like, I have four children in, you know, three of my kids are typical outside of ADHD. 
in those children at any time, I could just be like, hey, let's go meet so-and-so at the pot. Oh, this one invited us to the beach. And then I just take those kids, grab their bathing suits, grab sunblock, and go. Like, I could never, ever, ever do that with Alyssa, ever. Like, there's always, like, so much planning and thinking and wondering. And if it's a new place, I just won't. I mean, I wouldn't do it when she was little if it was a new place. But, like, there's just so much that goes to it. It's just never simple. And then it's like, are you going to be able to get her out the door with ease? And sometimes I can. Sometimes I can get her out the door in a snap. But, like, then other times you can't get her out the door. Like, there's so much stuff mm-hmm. that goes on behind the scenes that I just think that people don't see if they don't live this life or they don't live, like, beside this life. They just do not understand and they they are trying to like I feel like be nice but like they just end up diminishing our struggle when we're trying to like Mm -hmm. you know put it out there and and I always think that there's you know there's always that mom who's like feeling alone in these feelings and and then they go on the internet and they're like this is how I feel this is I've had so many people write to me and be like you literally took the words out of my mouth like you wrote the words that I cannot write and like I feel seen. And sometimes it's just like a, a nothing post. It's not even something that like, to me is that like mind blowing. It's just like a, a whim, you know? So right. I, I think, you know, I, I really do think we make an impact and, and help a lot of people without realizing it, but it is, uh, they, <laughs> I know what you're talking about when they say that and you're just like, okay, <laughs> thank you. you know, and I feel like people just try to make you feel better, but like it, they do like the opposite. It's just like so frustrating. You know? And it's like, for people I feel like what I really try to do with people when I see things on the internet is like give people the benefit of the doubt because it is such a cruel place and you know like one of my most like viral posts was literally just a picture of winter's preschool picture he had his long beautiful curly hair and like people were just like turned it into gender identity issues and like gender norms and what people should be wearing and how I'm setting him up for a failure and it's like it's like clearly posted this he's smiling and looking at the camera and wearing a shirt that's probably not that comfortable it's a huge win and it's it's hard when things take a left hand turn to not like yeah want to quit yeah and want to quit but I do really think like again I never I know anyone who was autistic growing up I remember asking someone when I remember asking the diagnosing doctor when winter was getting do I have to tell anyone about his diagnosis like what does this mean what if he's just not like this later and I think like looking back I feel so naive and I feel like it was just I was very sheltered in terms of like what I was exposed to and if I can show one person like how genuine and how sweet my kid is like I want people to know that like, he's not just you know, dumb or like can't speak or like, he's the most loving kid I've ever met. Like every night he tells me love you more than the whole solar system. And like, that's kind of our oh. little thing. And it's like the sweetest, like I'm definitely his person, which you know, mm-hmm. we all know that feeling. And when he wants to do something, he, and he wants to give you a hug or tell you he likes something like there's no more genuine feeling in the world and like I want people to know that side too it's so great it's it's I love the balance that you're bringing and I love the grace that you're that you're writing features like the growth of your kids or where you're at and I I think it's great I say keep going where can everybody find you Molly um where are all the places in the projects 
They're on Facebook at A Winter Story. Winter is spelled with a Y and Story is S-T-O-R-E-Y. Because that's how I decided to spell my children's names. Yeah. And also same name on Instagram. So see a cute curly hair, blonde boy and my dark haired, short hair who she got the short end of the stick in the hair game between the two of them. But She's a tiny nugget and curls look like trash until they go beautiful, luscious, perfect turns. You know what I'm saying? No, but winter at her age had them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's not compare them all. I know. I know. I just feel bad for her. She just has this like, we call it her peacock feathers. It's just like baby hair that sticks up in the back. We'll send some of Seely's. I'll make her a week. Perfect. Yeah. She would love it. Oh. I know. Oh, I love you. the name of your page because at first I didn't realize that that was your children's names. Like when I first started following you, and then I'm, I'm sure like, Jen didn't either. She didn't. I didn't either. It took, it me yeah. it took me a while. Me a while. That's so cute. I love it. You know. Do you know, like two years after Jen and I had been talking every f and day, she goes, "Planaville, like your <laughs> last name." <laughs> oh. so in like. Like November of 2024, you might get a message from Jen Dunn that's like, winter story, a winter story. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I mean, I thought it was pretty clever, especially after yeah, the no, I, I behind love it. around the bonfire. So it's, it's so good. It's so it's got that moon beach kiss of wonder. It's like you knew you were going to have a blog when you named them. <laughs> we weren't like that kind of sealed the nail on the hit the head of nail on the coffin or whatever the saying is because we had three names when we were going in and he came out with like silver hair and I mean that's my winter. kids are biracial so we were like hold on my hair is not really blonde so how is it coming out like this? Oh, that's amazing <laughs> he really yeah, does like weird. Swenson <laughs> white hair like Swenson white yeah and bright blue eyes like it's love that love never it. in a thousand years would have thought that's what he came out looking like but <laughs> here we are here we are no so, stopping so good well thanks mom thank you guys it was so good to see you thank you for coming on thank you for joining us at the table for this episode of the table for five no reservations podcast if you are enjoying the podcast please remember to rate and review us wherever you're listening if you'd love more content from us and to be part of our community make sure to become a subscriber you can find the link in the description of this episode join us next monday for more and while you wait follow us on facebook and instagram see you next time